Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos this year, where we talk a mish of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We're here in Season 5 with the commentary of the Sforno, the notes of translation of Rabbi Pelkovitz. This week we took a day off from Memorial Day, we weren't able to get around to it yesterday, but today we should be back on for a couple of days this week, then of course we'll miss a little bit because of Shavuos. God willing, a couple more weeks till we finish off the season, take our big summer hiatus, and we'll come back, God willing, with a new commentary, hopefully with the start of the school year, Mertz Shembli Neder, for season six. But here today, very fascinating Mishnah. They're all amazing Mishnayos in Pirkei Avos, but especially today, talking about what real love is. Kol Ahava, here in Perik, chapter five, Perik He, Mishnah Tetzain, paragraph 16. What is real love? Any love that depends on a specific cause. When that cause is gone, the love is gone. That means if you expect love because you give something or you do something or this for that, tit for tat, that's conditional love. That's not real love. You love me because I put food on the table. You love me because I bought you the extra saucer when you were a kid, you love me because I bought you that car or whatever. No, that's not real love. When the love is gone, the money runs out, the item is there or gone. That's not real love. Unconditional love is love no matter what. If it is not dependent on a specific cause, it will never cease. It will never stop. The classic example of true love, I talk about this often throughout the shows, throughout the years. Real love is like Rabbi Dessler explains in Strive for Truth, in Mechtav Me'eliyahum, look at the word Ahava. What is the base, the shorish, the root of the actual word Ahava, of love? It is Hav. Hav is giving. Real love is based on giving. The more you give, the more you love. What's the prototype example of this? Parents to children, especially little, little children. You give, you give, and you give. You bathe them, you feed them, you care for them. You play with them, you change them, you do whatever you can. Two o'clock in the morning, they throw up, you change them, you change the whole bed sheet. That actually happened to me a couple of days ago, one of my kids. Real love, you give and you give and you give. They don't give anything in return. Yes, they could give you nachas and they could give you pictures and whatnot. But real giving is giving to be giving. That's why a real marriage, real relationships in life between spouses and between friends and whatnot, it can't be a tit for tat. You took out the garbage, I'll change the diaper. You do what you can to help out the other person. 100%. You give 100%. She gives 100%. You give 100%. Your friend gives 100%. Parent relationships, friend relationships, children relationships. It's all giving all the time. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. And the best example is when we give to our children, especially when they're little, especially when they're young. So what's a prototype of the example of real love and what's an example of love that is not real? What is the example of love that is based on something, an external thing, an aesthetic thing, a materialistic thing? That is Ahavas Amnon V'Tamar. Ahavas Amnon V'Tamar. Amnon very much was beset by the beauty of Tamar, was beset by the looks of Tamar. And after the situation, he hated her greater than he even loved her before because it wasn't real love. He just wanted the wanted what he wanted. That wasn't real love. That was based on an external factor. You can't love someone just because of their looks. 
just because of their appearance. Oh, John is so great. I love he's so handsome. What happens when John gains a little weight because you have great cooking? What happens when John gets a little older and he goes very, very gray? Does that mean the love is going to be gone? You love her because she looks a certain way. You love him because he looks a certain way, because he dresses a certain way, because he has a status, he has richness. What happens if the money's gone? Money comes and goes, but happiness and memories, that's what really stays. That's a quote I say all the time. You heard it here first from Tani. Money doesn't stay. Looks don't stay. That is not what to base love on because it comes and goes. And, and when it's gone, like the story of Amnon and Tamar, very tragic story, very terrible story of David's children. But the focus is that when it's based on something, when that thing is gone, the love is gone because that's not real love. Real love is she'ena toloya b'davar. What love is not dependent on a specific cause? Zu ahavas David v'yehonasam. David himself, not in his two children over here, whether from different mothers or not, the best example of real love, not based on anything, was David and his best friend Jonathan, Yehonasan. There were no more natural rivals than David and Yehonasan. Yehonasan was the crown prince, was the token prince of the whole kingdom. His father was Shaul. He should have naturally inherited the kingdom. Obviously, Hashem took it away from Shaul and gave it to David. David was also the son-in-law of Shaul, which many people don't always think about. What an interesting, complicated relationship. David was also slated to take over the kingship next. Shaul didn't know this at first, and then he had this whole melancholia, depression take over him, and he needed David to be his heart player. So David was his heart player. David is his son-in-law. David is slated to be king, and David is best friends with his son. Very interesting, dynamic, complex relationship David and Shaul had. So David and Yonasan naturally could have had a very difficult relationship and could have been bitter, bitter enemies, mortal enemies, but the Torah specifies and points out to us, especially when we read the Haftorah of Machar Chodesh, we see that they were best friends. Their souls were intertwined with one another. The, the, the text says that they were very, very, very close friends, best friends. And later on, when Yohanan's son passes away, David is heartbroken. He lost his best friend. And he even also eulogizes Shaul as well, even though they had a difficult relationship. And that's a love that is not based on anything but pure friendship. They could have been easily rivals. They easily could have been enemies. But this is the prototype of what real love is. Putting your interests aside, putting what you would want for yourself aside, and only wanting the best for your true friend. Yohanneson risks his life to save David's life at the at the special feast they made for Rosh Chodesh and the Haftorah. We read from Machal Chodesh. You know, David is gone from the feast. He should have sat next to Shaul, but he's gone one day, two days. And he asked Yohanneson, how can we find a sign? How can we find out if my life is in danger? And Yohanneson says, we'll have the arrow arrow thrower. Well, I'll shoot some arrows. If I say it's beyond you or in front of you, you'll know if you're safe or not. And he shot the arrows. He comes after going to the feast with Shaul. And Shaul is so mad that David's gone. And he sees that that. Yohannes' son is sticking up for David, and he throws the spear at Yohannes and his own son, trying to kill him. He obviously was probably in one of his states of melancholia. And Yohannes runs to David and tells him and literally saves his life. And they have a very, very sad, bittersweet parting where they, they hug and they cry over the fact that David has to run away. But David really pays Yohannes back, and he actually keeps one of the members of the family sitting at his table. I believe those Mipiboshes who might have had a disability. But interesting how the Ahava is in David and Yohannes. And that's the type of love we should try to have in our lives with our spouses, our children, and friends. An unconditional love, not dependent on anything, just pure giving, pure generosity. 100% of the time from both per people always. The Swarno says that love is considered dependent upon a specific cause when it is dependent upon something other than the love of the beloved one. 
This means that the lover hopes to obtain something by way of his love, and were it not for this ulterior motive, his love would not exist. On the other hand, any love that does not depend upon a specific cause, meaning it is evoked exclusively by the feeling on the part of the lover that his beloved one is worthy of this emotion, unrelated to any factor beyond the loved one, that is true love which will never cease. The notes point out Amnon's love for Tamar was based in physicality. As soon as it was fulfilled, as soon as he took care of what he wanted, he hated her greater than what he had before. As the commentators point out, he loved himself and not her. This is what the Sforno is referring to when he says it was dependent upon something other than the love of the beloved one. Hence, it's a fitting example of Daloi Badavar dependent upon a specific cause. In contrast, the love of David and Yohanan's son, Jonathan, was altruistic and honest, for Jonathan knew. Yohanan knew that David was destined to deny him the royal succession. And they could have been mortal enemies, but they were not. They were best of friends. His love did not wane for David. This is what the Svarnos describes as love unaffected by external considerations unrelated to any factors beyond the beloved one. Maybe we zocha in our lives to have true ahava, she'ena t'loya b'dava for everyone in our life, especially our spouses, especially our kids and our friends, family member. And if we had such a wonderful ahavat chinam, true love for all people, maybe we would be zocha to rebuild the base of English which was destroyed in Sinachinam, and may we be zocha that the Mashiach comes and the base of English comes speedily in our days, and may that day in fact be today. Join us next time as we talk about Machlokas, L'Shem Shemaim or not here on the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.